One night, a man with his wife had a big fight and then they didn't speak to each other for most of the night. It was normal for them to boil in a war of silence that could last for days, but this time it was a little bit different. The man had an important flight to catch the next morning, so he needed to wake up at 5.30 a.m. and he was concerned about it. He was a heavy sleeper and usually his wife would wake him up, but in some cases there was a good chance he would sleep right through the alarm. But the war of silence wasn't over and he cleverly decided to write her a post-it note while she was in the kitchen instead of asking her to wake him up verbally. So on the post-it po post note, he wrote, please wake me up at 5.30 a.m. or I'll miss my flight. He put the note on, on the bed on her pillow. Then he tucked him, himself in quietly and went to bed. When he woke up the next morning, he looked at the clock and to his amazement, oh man, it's 7 a.m. I was supposed to be there at 5.30. He was furious that he missed the flight and was preparing to scold his wife when he saw a post-it note beside his pillow that read, it's 5 a.m., get up. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and personal development, which is my favorite. I am your humble host, ED, for all you smart and intelligent folks. That just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. Today's episode is entitled... What is sales and marketing? What is sales and marketing? You see, I knew that I would be talking to my Impact Secret uh, family, so I wanted to make sure I was prepared. So I went in and, and looked up the definition for both sales and marketing. See, according to Oxford Language, the definition of marketing is the action or business of promoting and selling products or services, including market research and advertising. Now, the definition for sales, according to Oxford language, is the definition, the definition of sales of exchange of commodity for money, the action of selling something. Three of the impact secret points you're going to learn is the purpose for sales and marketing is to really increase sales, the similarities and difference of sales and marketing, and why both sales and marketing are important. My quote of the day is brought to you by Madam C.J. Walker. I had to make my own living and my own opportunity, but I made it. Don't sit down, wait for the opportunity and, and wait for the opportunity to come to you. Get up and make them come to you, Madam C.D.A. Walker. So marketing, what is marketing's responsibility? What makes it differ from sales? See, marketing is a, is a product and or service awareness when you look at it. With, with marketing, it sets the stage, it sets the, the visual or even the audio to your cus your customer's journey. See, as your customer begins his or her journey, the marketing is really a key component 
of making it go forward. How come a brand like a Coke or a Pepsi or, you know, Budweiser, you name it, some of these companies that have been around for years on years, you know, how, why are they, why do they still invest a lot of money in marketing and sales? Mostly marketing, you see a lot of emphasis on marketing. The reason for that is because you you still have new customers that are coming in. Just because I grew up drinking uh, Coke, that doesn't mean my daughter is going to grow up and drink Coke. If she sees a, if she's seeing commercials and ads run on Pepsi and that's the, you know, because that's considered the new generation, then she's going to want to drink Pepsi because of the 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 awareness of the product and or service. You know, I was I was thinking about this, too. And this is the reason why. Well, let's 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 start here. So I was watching this video and I'm somebody that, you know, loves sales and marketing. And when I was first starting in the whole sales and marketing, I really didn't know the difference. I didn't know the difference because I was like, well, they're the same thing. I mean, tell me what's the the difference. So when I started really becoming obsessed with marketing and sales, I started learning like, wow, they are nowhere close to the same. They they sell they, they share similarities in some ways that make them, you know, that that do make them align. But the contrast or and or the difference really there's certain things that really set set them apart and for sales. I mean, for for marketing, being able to have being able to position your product to have people that normally wouldn't buy it, purchase it, it, it works. Tell me if this has ever happened to you. And this is why I don't go to the grocery store hungry. I eat something, even if I'm even if (laughs) even if I think about to uh, uh, (laughs) I'm laughing because what I'm about to tell you is so funny. But I I literally make sure that I eat before if it's a Saturday, if I'm going on a Saturday, I make sure I eat. Reason why I make sure I eat is because of the fact of if you go into the grocery store hungry, it's over with. You might you might as well say and you're not disciplined by going by the list that you agreed on. These are the things I need for the week or two weeks or month, however you shop, because you're going to the store. And there'll be people, especially at Costco. uh, I was just there recently. I think was I think that was a Saturday. It may have been. I think it was a Saturday and I'm in there and at and how they have them set up, the people set up is so strategic. And let me tell you why it's just strategic. And this is a marketing strategy. And you'll 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 notice it. There's two marketing strategies I'm going to share with you on this one. This is and this is the first one in a grocery store. And you're going to be like, what? I never even thought about that. So when you ever have you ever noticed when they have uh, people there that are serving you samples of a particular product? Where are the people located at the majority of the time? They're not located at the end of the aisle. 
they're always at the front of the aisle where you're going to have to come in, where the majority of traffic is ran. And they probably did some uh, some map assessment of seeing like it's almost like a heat map on a um, on tracing to see where your customer is going. And I'll talk about that another day. But it's, it's like a heat map in a sense of you like, OK, where's all my traffic coming in through? Are they coming in from the end of the aisle or at this side of the aisle or at the uh, or at the other side of the aisle and when they come in at the let's say whatever side let's say is the front side of the aisle then that's where you want to set the the resource or the team member up and have these samples and what happens is when you get ready to go down that that aisle uh you like oh well let me let me let me try one of these and you like wow this is this is amazing and it's not a question where it's not a question of Okay, where do I get this? Because why? Because they have the product sitting right behind you because they want to make it as convenient as possible for you. So because if you eat it and then you and I tell you, oh, it's about three, three aisles over or it's, you know, it's way down this way. You're not you may get to a point because the dopamine may may go away at that point to, to say, you know what? You know, we don't really need this. This is be an impulse buy. That's what they call an impulse buy. Another impulse buy is when you're um, in a good marketing strategy. You ever notice when you're checking out, you see magazines and candies and gums and all of these things that you normally it's not on your list. But it's there and maybe you're hungry. Maybe you got a sweet tooth or whatever it is. You're like, you know what? I'm going to pick that up. And you do. So family, all I'm saying is, is that marketing has the responsibility of creating that brand awareness or that awareness of the actual product. Now, another responsibility when you look at marketing is the retention aspect of things. See, I heard um, and I, I, I the, his name is slipping my mind, but he is the he he is the one that created. I think it was. Um, um, oh man, the, the salon, John P. Ah, I can't remember his name, but uh, he said something that has always stuck with me. And I always, I'll, I would test, I test this on different people. I say, so what do you think is the best customer? And they start going down a list. Oh, well, you know, a customer that I can build a relationship with, a customer that you know, um, understands what they want and or need and a customer. And I, and I'm, and I let them go and go. And I said, no, all of that is wrong. What you mean, man? I've been in sales for like 15, 20 years. I know what the best customer this is. I said, again, it's incorrect. You see the best customer, the greatest customer is a repeat customer. Why is a repeat customer a great customer? Because a repeat customer is a customer in which they're coming back. It's an area enough of uh, it's an area of opportunity to get a new customer or to to obtaining new customers or in the uh, the cold, warm versus hot traffic approach. 
it's harder to sell to a cold audience than it is a warm or hot audience because they know who you are. They know what you're able to deliver. They've had an experience with you and have and through that experience has drawn them back into into you and want to do business with you again. So a repeat customer is your number one customer. That is the best customer to have. And that's what marketing does. It creates marketing campaigns, campaigns to ensure that the customer wants to, you know, continue to do business with them. And and I do, you know, I, I do have one of the things that I, I have struggled with and it, it frustrates me because when you're somebody that is obsessed with these are the two things I'm obsessed with. Personal development, as you guys know, the majority of the content that is made here is around personal development. And then the second thing is, is really marketing and sales. Like those are really my, like my two, if you want to look at the collection of books and things that I have are around those two items. Uh, I should say the fields, well, three fields if you say marketing and sales. And so I watch a lot of, um, I look, I, I love going through the experience and and watching and learning and what frustrates me with some of these organizations out here or companies is what they do is is when they get a customer into the door so let's say i'm offering you a, a promotion family and i'm saying hey sign up with me today i'm gonna do it for 99 dollars. normally this goes for four or five hundred but i'm gonna give you the special for 99 dollars and I give you that special for $99 and then all of a sudden, you know, as it time for renew, I'm charging you three or $400 and I'm saying, well, Hey, this is, this is our renewal price. If you don't want to go with it, then, you know, go with somebody else. And I, I don't like that. That's why I like, you know, I like what uh, Walmart did is when they said, hey, and it was smart and genius because it also allows them to collect data, which that's a whole nother another uh, conversation where we can talk about marketing and sales about. But what they do is, is, is that they say, OK, here here's a, you know, get a um, Walmart card or a points card or whatever it's called. I can't remember the name of the card, but basically what you do is let's say something sold for this amount uh, for thirty dollars and they had it on sale for ten dollars. Then you you can be uh, I think it's like a credit program or something like that. They provide you or a credit uh, after if it's in, in so many days uh, that you purchase the product. So that's something that, you know, I look I look for companies that really, really honor and respect their customers that that are there, because a lot of times organizations will forget about the customer that's there, that repeatable customer and are so focused on new customers that they don't take care of home. Another another aspect or a responsibility of marketing is having the ability to have active listening. You see, that's why it's important when until and, and sometimes in the, those comments. So let's say like the reviews, some of them are rigged, like people have people going in and and not really providing true reviews. But on the ones that are true, and in fact, that allows a a, um, a company to see where they can improve that or even the feedback that they may receive in, in different forms that 
are not on their website or um, so those type of those type of that type of feedback and comment comments helps them improve their product. So active listening, being able to listen to what your customer is needing and and wanting. I just seen Buzz Sumo recently do this. I got an email because one thing I didn't like about the Buzz Sumo trial was it was only seven days, and I was like, man. I just I need more. If you guys don't know what BuzzSumo is, real quick, BuzzSumo is a is a, a tool that um, I mean it, it does a lot of different things, but I really just it was really for SEO, search engine optimization. Uh, but they offered a seven you know seven day trial, and a seven day trial in my opinion is 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 not long enough. You just don't have enough time to really test out different things and you know here at the impact secret show we test a lot of different things so it just doesn't give you enough time to test what you need to test so recently i got an email and it was like hey we listened to you we listened to uh the feedback from from our customers and because that because the feedback was so overwhelming we decided to do something that we haven't done at this company before we're going to give you 30 days now that alone now the marketing approach there first they told me that they were listening to the feedback that they were getting. Second, they they communicated this information via email and then they added a bonus because the bonus is, hey, you normally got seven days on this trial, but we're going to add on an additional 23 days. So there's no excuses of why you're not going to go with our product. I mean, crazy, huh? So. Again, just the, the approach of having that active listening that, that is required. One thing that you also have to do as a marketer is understand, I mean, the marketer's responsibility is, is understanding what this product does. So what what is this product? And you need to know the ins and out of your product. If you don't know your product in and out, it, it's not, it, it won't help you in the marketing process because you have to understand what are some valuable things that this product can be used for for a particular customer? How is this product going to help a customer? Why my product over somebody else's product? But because it can always come down to features and, and and benefit, it has to be something there. The reason why someone is going with your product. So understanding your product inside and out. Another thing that you have to understand about the responsibilities of marketing is the ability to actually generate an actual product that will sell <laughs> you know and, and this again is the importance of marketing because you wouldn't a lot of products that are actually better than the product the product that is receiving a lot of marketing and pushing and attention that product that is not getting that marketing and, and, and attention is the it, it may be a better product but you don't know because you think uh, this is the better better product. Matter of fact, I'll give you an example. Have you ever have you ever um, listen, have you ever been listening to the radio and they play a song over and over and over again to the point where once you get out the car or whatever it is, or you turn the radio off for the, for that day, let's say you're working on something, that song is still in your head. Well, that's marketing. 
that is truly marketing because they're pushing the song to make you want to go like, okay, who is this artist? Let me go look at more, more um, songs and things. That's that is true marketing at its at its finest. So let's dive into the sales and re- let's let's talk about sales. Sales is relationship building. One on one, one you know, one to ten, one to a hundred, one to a million, but basically you're it's just truly relationship building i have a product that i know you're interested in how can you and i do business how can we do an exchange here's my product i i want your you know it would it wouldn't be right if i don't accept your money because that's how much i believe that this product will be beneficial to you qualifying a lead Qualifying a lead is basically what I do at the beginning of this this podcast show. Hey, this podcast show is about entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and personal development. If none of those things you are interested in, or maybe one of those things you're interested in, I may, you know, I may not be a, a good fit for you. And see, a lot of a lot of salespeople and I've experienced it and, you know, um, and it it frustrated me that they were taking this approach. But a lot of times. Salespeople don't want to qualify their lead. They don't want to qualify the person because they want to act. They're so they're 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 thinking so much transactional, meaning here's my product. I want you to buy it. You need to buy it and, and pushing it and stuffing it down the customer. So finally, they, they buy the product and then, you know, they don't want to buy anything else from that person. So that's why it's important of, of, of identifying and qualifying your lead. Qualifying your lead means, OK, I'm talking it's, it's sort of like going back to what we talked about active listening and asking the customer, hey, this is my this is my product. Here's some of the features and benefits. But besides that, here, let me let us let me tell you about the product. I mean, the the process of when you purchase the product. So this is what's going to happen. You know, a sales rep is I mean, a customer service rep is going to contact you. Make sure if you see I have any outstanding questions. Here's my personal business card of anything. If you're not getting the service or anything that you require that you you thought you should have had. Hey, I want you to personally either, you know, give me a shoot me a text or give me a call so we can figure out a solution to that particular problem. Because everybody is not meant to have your product. But more people need your product, if that makes any sense. So qualifying that 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 particular lead, if does it make sense for you to have have this product? Maybe I need you at a eight, uh, a 750 credit score and you at a, you know, a 700. Hey, look. This product is is not not for you right now, but. It can be if you get this particular uh, credit score. So it just in so many words, it's really about asking those probing questions. And that's one thing that makes a great salesperson is being able to ask probing questions to find to find out. Sometimes people don't know what they don't know. Well, let me rephrase it. Sometimes people don't know what they they don't need until they need it. Let me slow that again. Sometimes people don't know what they don't need until they need it. Example. I didn't know that I needed 
a professional um, have a tree service to cut down the tree until there was a windstorm and the tree, uh, uh, two big, huge branches broke off of it. And I wasn't thinking about any tree service. Last point on the responsibilities of sales. You have to learn the art of pers uh, persuasion and not being manipulative. See, the art of being per being persuasive is a art of taking everything you've learned, being ethical on your persuasion and to a point where you've heard what the customer said they needed. You've heard what they said they wanted. How do you make sure that the purchase that they're going to make is not a buyer's remorse purchase or a regretful purchase and that you create an experience? So when you create the experience, it's a form of persuasion in a sense, but you're being ethical about it and you want to make sure that they get the best. They have the best opportunity to succeed with the product and or service that you have. So we want to look at some some differences of marketing and sales. So let's look at some differences. I went over some responsibilities and accountability of both for marketing and sales. But one thing that that differs sales from marketing and I'll make it I'll make it real condensed. Marketing basically creates the the message for the actual product in which someone can go out and, and, and sell. There, the marketing is more concerned with establishing a brand, creating and you know, and creating an experience that you're gonna have once you get the product in your hand. Salespeople are responsible for taking the message that was created, the product that was created, and taking that product and that message and and built and taking the relationships that they built or are going to build and selling it to the customer. See, marketing may get get them in a the door. I'll give you a good example. Marketing would be when you get that. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. So basically, I don't want to say classify that because that's not it. But when you get those coupons in the mail, let's say direct mail. So you get coupons in the mail. Hey, come into uh, Burger King, buy one Whopper and get another one free. So you're like, oh, psh, man, Whoppers normally is, you know, I don't know what a Whopper is going for two or three dollars uh, now, but oh, I can go in and get two, what, two for five. Psh, I'm already there. So you go in with your coupon for the two for five and they say, um, would you like would you like a uh, some fries and a soda with that? And to, basically, why don't you just turn it into a combo? you like, yeah, why not? I'm already getting a deal on the the Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and and add fries and drinks uh, to uh, to the actual deal right there. You just that was the sales process. So you came in with the coupon from a marketing standpoint. They upsold you to purchase uh, additional things that maybe you didn't even have. You didn't even think about you were going to purchase it, but. You like, well, yeah, good, get some good fries and a soda will go good with this burger that I'm about to I'm about to have. So, again, family, marketing and sales, salespeople are focused on 
understanding the relationship with the customer, understanding how to be uh, to to take the information from the marketing team and compose a sales message that really arrests the attention of the actual uh, prospect, which is your customer. And marketing is just responsible and for creating that particular uh, product and and being able to identify what the message from a high level is going to be because they you got to keep in mind salespeople are, are the ones that are going to have the one one-on-one interactive so family i hope this helps somebody again what is the difference between sales and marketing i hope that you were able from this conversation to understand the purpose for sales and marketing uh, for increasing sales, also the similar similarities and differences, and then basically, you know, why is sales and marketing important? Sales and marketing are very important to any business. You would you would probably let go. You 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 are rather hire more sales and sales and marketing people than almost anything else because they're the one that are bringing in the money. They're the one that's that's creating the awareness of your organization. Till next time, I'm your humble host, ED, and I'm out.